if I haven't made the break, I can. I still want to test myself each day and and try and do a good result then in the finish anyway. Welcome to the British Continental Podcast, brought to you by Continental. Continental have been supporters of the domestic road scene for over 25 years. The go-to tyre brand for elite riders, from the off-camber cobbled corners of the Durham Tour Series to the farm tracks of the Cycle Classic. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of our Baby Giro Diaries. We're getting to the business end now of the race and stage seven was one that appears to have been a decisive one in setting the GC pecking order for the remaining three stages. Taking the riders from Sondrio to Lago di Campo Moro, it was a short one at 120 kilometres, but it was also brutal, featuring over 3,000 metres of ascent. For hors d'oeuvres, it served up two Category 2 climbs, but without a doubt, the main course was the challenging 28.8 kilometre climb to Lanzada Lago di Campo Moro. It was another stage where the break took a long time to form, with five riders eventually getting away. They reached the foothills of the final climb, but by the time they had reached the steepest ramps, they had been caught and overtaken by a new front group of five, made up of the Malia Rosa Juan Hayuso, Colombia's Jesus Peña, and the riders lying second, third and fourth on GC, Tobias Halland Johannesson, Henri van der Nabila, and our diarist Tom Glogue. The imperious Hayuso forced the rhythm, gradually detaching all but Jesus Peña, who he then dropped with a stinging acceleration, propelling him to his third stage victory of the race. Peña finished in second, 52 seconds back, while Van den Abila, Tom and Johannesson finished in that order a further 22 seconds behind. Ben Healy was 20th, nearly five minutes back, while Harrison was 28th, almost six minutes down. On GC, Tom remains fourth overall, just five seconds from a podium spot. Healy drops to ninth and Harrison is up to 23rd. Stage 8 from Africa to Andalo is another short one at 116 kilometres. It's not as fearsome as the one we've just had, but it has enough climbing to allow more GC action, especially coming on the back of such a tough stage. It will certainly be a tough start, with the opening 30 kilometres all uphill. The stage is then mainly downhill until the final 15km climb to Andalo. Our preview writer Joseph Doherty says it's a little harder than the average grade of 5% suggests thanks to some false flat kilometres that allow riders to recover before the final few clicks to the line. In our diary section we hear from Harrison who had another good day making more gains on GC. He talks about how his day went and discusses how he'll approach the remaining stages and the balance between riding for GC and looking to make it into the breaks. No entries as we speak from an understandably tired Tom and the continually hectic Callum, but if that changes, we will of course stitch their entries into this episode as soon as we can. Another good day here at the Giro done, <clears throat> day seven today, um, which was a brutal one up to Lago de Campo Moro, um, which was yeah, a hard one. Uh, tried a few times early doors for the break, um, but didn't didn't succeed really. It was. Yeah, really hard actually. Crazy, crazy start. This, you know, some downhill, some narrow roads and stuff. Eventually, then onto the onto a big road where uh, Dan from the team positioned me and Marco really well for the uh, for the climb, uh, which then started around kilometer sixty on a narrow road. Um, and there, I felt felt good there. Um, 
could follow and on top just made sure a good position into the downhill. Uh, it was quite technical. Uh, splitted on that downhill and then <clears throat> sort of came back together, but probably only maybe like 50 or 60 guys now at this point. Uh, then the second cat again then immediately, which was again sort of just road to pace uh, from uh, DSM who were riding for, for their GC leader. Um, and that that was yeah fine also and again on top was a bit of a sprint for the uh to take a good position for the downhill with Trinity sort of trying to lead that uh, but in the end yeah Colpack led that downhill they're just yeah really good as a team to be fair um and then yeah just another technical downhill another split um and then the final climb and survived till about. 10k from the finish, uh, maybe a little bit less, um, and eventually I just just couldn't hold the the rhythm, the high rhythm that was being set on the front, sadly, uh, which was a bit yeah a bit disappointing, but also still was quite happy with trying for the early break and being able still to follow uh, quite well in the end, um, and yeah moving up on GC as well and and also a good uh, good stage position. So I think tomorrow we. We'll definitely try again for the break um, on the first climb, Paso del Tonale, which goes to 2,000 metres or something, which will be a bit of a brute. Um, and that could yeah, really change the race, actually, with the with such a hard climb at the start. It really <clears throat> sort of opens up the racing to GC guys, potentially giving it a go even. But I think still with then around 80k flat downhill, false, you know, valley road, it will be impossible if a gc guy gets away that he won't be caught but then it could be a good day for a break if they only ride easy behind you can take a few minutes uh, going into the final climb so that's that could be a good option um i think for me yeah it would be nice to to try and get in the break especially the next sort of two days mountain stages even the last day's potential um and yeah just try and move up on gc and and still still go for a really good stage result you know i think like if i'm still there and if i haven't made the break i can I still want to test myself each day and and try and do a good result then in the finish anyway. So uh, fingers crossed for a good day and I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. Thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then please do leave us a nice review. You can subscribe on all the usual channels and you can follow us on social media. On Twitter, we are at British Conti, and on Instagram, we are at the British Continental. And please do visit our website for more interviews, journals, previews, and news at thebritishcontinental.co.uk.